Good evening, good morning, wherever you at, it doesn't matter. We are definitely happy that you're here. You are listening to the 36 Chambers of Crypto Taxes podcast series. If you don't know why I put 36 Chambers in there, you got to research your hip-hop history. But listen, guys, as we know, I'm a tax accountant, and I like to educate people about crypto taxes because you can't be a crypto millionaire. and don't think the IRS is going to come after you. However, nobody will always want to hear about crypto taxes. I'm a tax accountant. I barely want to hear about it all the time. So I'm a strong believer that in order to take full advantage of the crypto space, the blockchain industry, we must all learn from each other, whether you're an attorney, a tax accountant, whatever the case may be. And I like to really spotlight people that I found interesting and I think they can share their knowledge about the whole industry. And today we got with us with Charles Forrest of Crypto Black. I'm not going to lie to you. I was in a uh, Facebook group. And I forgot what the message that he said, but I'm like, yo, I got to shoot my shot and see if you do an interview. And luckily he was like, yes. And then I looked at his website. I said, oh, man, I love his background and stuff like that, because I love people that keep it real and don't sell you a dream. And uh, I think we're going to learn a lot today. So, yo, Charles, thank you for coming out, man. Introduce yourself. What's going on, Jamal? Uh, appreciate it, bro. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, my name is Charles uh, Crypto Chuck uh, with the group Crypto Black. You know, um, got in a crypto, man, tail in 2016, run, going into 2017. Buddy of mine called me and was like, hey, man, yo, you ever heard of Bitcoin? I'm like, yeah, I think I heard of it, whatever. And then he was like, yeah. Um, so I was like, just tell me about it, basically. You know what I mean? So he broke everything down to me. And then I put a hundred dollars for Bitcoin. And then because. I was buying stocks and stuff like, you know what I mean? Doing that. I, I got into stocks, buying stocks and everything around like 2008 when that market crashed. And I was just like, Hey, me, a buddy, me and my buddy was like, yo, this is another friend of mine. He's like, he's like, yo, everything is down. So we might as well buy it. Right. We <laughs> all these companies. So we might as well buy it. 2008 when that crash. And then like, yeah, obviously we've seen it start going up. So uh, at fast forward, fast forward here to Bitcoin, my Bitcoin stocks move real slow though. So with Bitcoin, like I was seeing it move up like seven, eight percent in like a day. And I was like, yo, this is what I get in like a year. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and then the fees was much cheaper. At that time, the fees, you know, you had to, you know, the trade was like, you know, seven, eight dollars a trade, you know, back and forth. But with in crypto, the fees are so much lower. You know what I mean? To buy and sell. But I was just I put my first hundred bucks in and then it was going up. I put another hundred dollars in. You know what I mean? And then I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then, you know, after that, that's when I got orange pilled. You know what I mean? And then I just, you know, just after that, I just started, you know, kept buying, started investing more and more. And then I wasn't telling anyone about it, though. I was like, let me sit back and chill because I don't really want to tell too many people about it. You know what I mean? And then, it, you know, it blows up my face. You know, yeah, your so, aunts, your uncles be screaming yeah, at you. I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, and plus I was doing mortgages and stuff at the time. I had, you know, and I had my um, so I couldn't really talk too much about it. And I didn't want to like, you know, something happened, and then people are like, oh man, you this or that, whatever. Yeah. And I got scammed, and then all of a sudden, you know, my license up there, you know. So I was just like, all right, let me, you know, I ain't gonna say nothing. But man, it just kept going up, and it's funny because twenty seven, that's twenty seventeen bull run happened, yeah. and then. You know, that's why I started telling everybody. I think around like the summertime of 2017, I was like, "Yo, y'all are getting to this. Y'all, this is crazy." Like, you know what I mean? But um, what uh, well, people 
they try to do that get rich quick stuff. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can make some money. This is just another way, you know, you can invest. It's easier to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as hard to not, you know, do too much, you know, to invest. And um, you don't have to own a whole, you know, buy a whole share. You know what I mean? Like how Bitcoin was. I mean, like uh, like stocks. You had to buy a whole share. It's full Robinhood and all that stuff. You know, everybody started going crazy over that. So I started uh, teaching people about it. Started uh, Crypto Black. Uh, co-founder, my man, uh, A1 Crypto. He the one actually got me into, into Bitcoin. And, um, and a few other ladies as well. And we uh, created uh, Crypto Black, the group Crypto Black. Um, and then that was like summer, yeah, like probably like some spring going into summer, summer, um, 2017. So we created Crypto Black, the Facebook group. A lot of people came in, you know, everybody rah rah crypto, you know. <laughs> and, um, so that's that's pretty much my start, you know, that's how my start from there. I like that you educated the community because I always feel like we, especially as African Americans, we are always like the last people to do know about this, like we say. Mm-hmm. 2017 is when the media finally gave it some notice and then everybody and their mother trying to get into it and it was just going out of insane. And then when it goes up and down, people's like, ah, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's a Ponzi Mm. scheme. So let me ask you a question. So when people throw that Ponzi scheme, I hate debating with people about it, but I like to hear people's views on it. When people say, yo, this is a Ponzi scheme, like how do you respond to them? Well, I tell them, you know, Bitcoin is a technology. And I think everybody needs to start, you know, Crypto, you have some cryptos that are Ponzi's, right? Yes. But, you know, and I tell people, when it, everybody always asking me, hey, man, what should I get? What should I get? And I'm like, listen, I'm not telling you financial advice. I said, but, you know, the first few things, you know, the first coin you want to get is Bitcoin, period. You know what I mean? I know you heard about Doge. I know you heard about this, heard about that, heard all these stories. But that's the same thing as you heard about the guy that went down the, down the street and bought a lottery ticket, you know what I mean, and became a, a millionaire. Uh-huh. But you do it. You've been playing it. Your dad, mom, mom and dad, and aunts, uncles were playing it for 20, 30 years. <laughs> Y'all ain't hit the jackpot yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that one guy that, that did hit the jackpot. So, you know, I say, you know, start with, with, with Bitcoin. Um, uh, with Bitcoin first, then Ethereum as well. And with, in regards to Ponzi schemes, you know, it's a technology. And that's what people got to understand. A lot of people come in. No, we live in a first world country. So we, you know, we have access to banks and all other stuff. You know what I mean? But if people travel the world, they see, hey, look, man, you know, um, a lot of people don't have access to banks. A lot of people live in rural areas, have probably have one bank in the whole community, even in this country. And they can't, they don't have a ride out there, you know what I mean, to the bank. With crypto, uh, especially Bitcoin, um, you actually have, you can go around. It's borderless. It's trustless. There's no middleman in there. So it's a technology to where you're able to actually own your own bank. I can sit there and have a million dollars in my phone, get on a plane and go and then able to, um, you know, go out of the country or go across the go across the, uh, the country. And then nobody would know I have a million dollars sitting in my phone mm-hmm. and I can move and I, I can move a million dollars without signing any paperwork or doing anything. You see what I'm saying? It's trusted, it's borderless. All they want to know is, hey, uh, you know, basically the nose is going to say, hey, look, you got a million dollars in Bitcoin. You want to send it to another wallet? There you go. Yeah, and I, you know what? And I get this a lot because I, I, I speak to people about, and I don't give no financial advice because you're not coming after me. So let yeah. that be my disclaimer. Y'all do what y'all want to do. I'm just <laughs> all about educating y'all. But just think about this because when people say, oh, it's a Ponzi scheme, yo, just do the research of banks. 
mortgage. I don't want to get you in trouble. Mortgage companies, anybody that kind of messes with money, you Social can Security. find some stuff on them. Social Security is a part of it. You can you can find some stuff. And be like, ooh, but still, we still get the money to the bank. We still mm-hmm. gotta get that mortgage. We still do the credit cards. Let me not talk about credit cards. Um. So, but. I think what people think is like is Bitcoin or nothing is the exchange that kind of did people wrong or nothing. Mm-hmm. But there's over tens of thousands of crypto. But you like you say, the first two, boom, the basics. And then you got to do your research. You know, mm-hmm. you just kind of you just can't look at every social media guy and just be like, oh, you know, you're looking at Ja Rule giving you crypto advice. Yeah, yeah. You got to really do your your research and just do know that everything has a risk. Even mm-hmm. your dollar, you don't think there's confident um, confident money out there. There's fake mm-hmm. money out there. We don't we're not saying that we're not gonna use the dollar. So I just like the priest just to be safe and just know who to listen to, man. It's just a lot of noise out there, man. And the media is the biggest noise maker, man. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we got rules in crypto, right? The first two rules is never invest more than you can afford to lose. And another rule is uh not your keys, not your coins. And my man, like I like to say, I like to say a lot with my with my man, uh, Bitcoin Zay a lot. What he says, <laughs> not your keys, not your cheese, right? <laughs> so, so you know, um, uh, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people got to understand. Hear these different things going on with with crypto. So, oh, it's Ponzi or this and that. It's a scam, da da da. But they understand the companies are, you know, uh, you know, Bitcoins is a bunch of developers working on something to where we all have freedom. So if the government, a lot of people say, hey, man, yeah, Bitcoin going to replace the dollar. Bitcoin going to replace this and that. No, it's not that. It's Bitcoin wasn't created to replace anything. Bitcoin was created to have an alternative to the current money system. When the banks are going crazy, when the governments are going crazy, trying to lock you out. Guess what? We can do transactions. Jamal said, hey, look, man, I can do your taxes, but send me 0.001 Bitcoin. Instead of because he don't trust his bank, then I can send him that. And he he can do my he can do my taxes. Or hey man, somebody say, look, I got a restaurant. Send me X amount of Bitcoin, like they doing it on Bitcoin Island in El Salvador. You know, hey, send me X amount of Bitcoin, and you can eat at my restaurant. Or you can buy a Pepsi. You can buy this. You can buy that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, if, if Bitcoin was really the main goal to replace the um the dollar, it'd be a no go because the government don't play. And I and I represent a lot of people from the IRS. The IRS is not going to lose money like that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but the thing is, and what got me passionate about, it, especially twenty seventeen, because I didn't have the slightest clue about that crap until the the media just like it's going up, 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 up. I'm like, oh shoot. But here's the deal, guys. It's it's great to be a Bitcoin billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire, whatever the hell you be. But I I just have problems when you feel like you're exempt from paying the taxes. Now, we can have debates whether or not it should be taxable or not. Whatever. That's your prerogative. But for now, the law is, is taxable, guys. So, you know... You have to listen to people within the like groups like Crypto Black and stuff like that. But you also got to listen to different individuals, whether it's security individuals. There's people that all they worry about is the security of your wallets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Don't not listen to them because it's not sexy. You got people like me with the taxes. Listen, I, I, I could guarantee you the IRS is coming up. You know, the last three years, because I do a lot of audits, the last three years, they've been trying to catch up. So if you know that you spent a lot, if you either transferred a lot of um, crypto or you sold it, please do your taxes. Please join groups like Crypto Black and just 
be educated on it because it's the worst. You don't want to be that person that you're on social media saying you're a crypto millionaire <laughs> and the IRS sends you a beautiful letter saying, oh, by the way, congrats. You owe us 300K. Nah, be proactive. Don't be surprised. Don't throw that, oh, the government is evil. We know they're kind of evil, but that's not the point. <laughs> we know that you're supposed to do um, taxes. And that's why I love your groups and stuff like that, man. Um, Do you feel like, because a lot of times when I tell people about their tax applications, like, oh, the government can't find me. I'm like, yo, man, they don't need to find you. They need to find the exchange. Because I could guarantee you, and maybe you could talk about this too, if you think... That exchange is the I if the government comes to exchange, if you're like, yo, give me um Jamal's info, you think they're gonna fight for you? Say, nah, nah, nah. They're gonna give up your info, they're gonna find you. So, what do you feel about that when people tell you, like, you know, the government can't find me? Um, you know, was well, um yeah, yeah, they they won't have access. To, well, if it's on exchange, and if you it all depends on how you buy it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most people, you know, they KYC, you know, they own they own the big exchanges and everything like that. Um, I'll tell you always keep your stuff off the exchanges because you just never know what, what will happen. Um, we've seen what happened with Celsius, Voyager, and, and a lot of a lot of a lot of exchanges. We've seen exchanges disappear. Mm. You know? And um, so in regards to people doing your taxes, make sure that you uh keep a um you know keep an idea of what you're buying. And when you're selling, um, also, you know, I always say dollar cost average, you know, it's the best case. You know, I mean, if you just dollar cost average, like a hundred, I think I did something where I posted about dollar cost, like 160 bucks. Cause how I got it was a guy was like, Hey man, I saved $160 since my child was born. It was like for like five years and like they're five now. And then it showed they had a screenshot of their bank account. They had like 9,400, something like that, 9,500, something like that. Um, they were like I saved one hundred sixty dollars a month, and then I like, well, if you dollar cost average over the last five years with Bitcoin, you'd have had like forty something thousand dollars, like forty one, forty one grand. Mm-hmm. And that's even with up and down. And then it's fun, it's crazy because that was during the down times. Wow. And what a lot of people don't understand is you right now is when you want to invest. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So in regards to tax, but go back to your question. <clears throat> in regards to taxes. Dollar, if you know, it's only if you sell. You know what I mean? That's only if you sell. You dollar cost averaging. You're not selling. You don't worry about capital gains tax. You just buying, buying, buying. But no, if you if you're buying and exchanges like just exactly what Jamal said. I think uh, Coinbase gave coughed it up back in like 2017, 2018, like that. I think like 2018, where it was like anybody that was over twenty thousand, uh, you know, made over twenty thousand or had over twenty thousand inside their Coinbase accounts, they coughed up all that information to the uh, to the IRS. So yeah, so you're going to you're going to uh, KYC. You on these exchanges. You're doing everything you know the regular way. Yeah, they're gonna know who you are. Mm. What like gets you excited about the future? And uh, and people do know that you know Bitcoin is just a little tiny portion of this thing called blockchain technology, right? That's yeah. that's the thing that really got me excited. Like all the different advances that this blockchain technology is gonna have in different industries. Let's not even talk about cryptocurrency. If y'all into metaverse, you know Facebook is trying to change the world with that crap. That's the blockchain, man. If you're into these NFTs that everybody, every rap star is doing right now, <laughs> blockchain technology. So let me ask you a question. Which blockchain um, potential gets you most excited? 
Man, um, you know, it was really exciting for me. And I'll tell anybody, if you if you haven't, make sure you go to these conferences. Um, because you're gonna learn about all the different industries that's coming up. Uh I was I went to Bitcoin the Bitcoin conference uh down in Miami uh earlier this year. I was at NFT NYC a few months ago. Um, so you understand so many different technologies. What I think was really gonna get me what I'm really excited about. Uh, I would say two things. Okay. Two things. One is going to be the real estate, uh, the real estate market with the blockchain, uh, owning, you know, different tokens or getting rewarded in tokens off of earning, uh, I guess kind of like how the REITs are and buying. Are we talking about virtual real estate or are we talking about buying it real? Real 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 estate. Real real estate. And I guess you can say virtual too. Um, But, um, you know, owning real real estate and tokenizing you know, shares of that actual building and the mm. profits. I think that's going to be crazy be, be able to actually own it and um, own large properties or and buy buy uh, houses in Bitcoin. I've seen a lot of mortgage companies that's actually, you're going to actually pay in Bitcoin. Like it's coming up. Like it's a few of them I've seen already at the conferences. Um, and number two is the music industry. Okay. I think that that right there is going to be crazy Whereas you you know even now you have artists uh, able to pretty much put their music on the blockchain, mm-hmm. um, is recorded on the blockchain. So if somebody coming after you, you know what I mean, and try to do it, and then you know what I mean, you can say, oh no 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 no, this is on the blockchain, and it's it, you can't you can't move it. You can't, it's, you know what I mean? It can't be uh, moved around or changed or anything like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Can't be infringed on. Like, you know what I mean? Because the blockchain is there. So you try to come in after me and say, oh, yeah, I did this. Well, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to take you right to Etherscan. I'm going to show you where I had uh, it. I didn't think before. about that. Like, nah, you know what I mean? Dope. Yeah. So you have that. Um, and then, you know, you're pretty much able to actually own your music. Or own even if you do movies or shows or anything like that, you own your content. I think it's the greatest thing because um, it said uh, I don't get to. Somebody said before I said the greatest invention that uh, the uh, the other man created was a patent because <laughs> what we did we couldn't we couldn't afford the patents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We couldn't you know or mm-hmm. we got stuff stolen. We got stuff stolen from us. You know what I mean? So the blockchain making it, you know, even. You know what I mean? The entry is very easy to get into. It's not very, very expensive to get into. So you're sounding like if you're just starting out, or even if you're, you know, making moves in industry, you should be like trying to learn about this to save your music and stuff like that, right? So, you, so your music, uh, build your community. I put it like this. I was at NFT NYC right now, the Sandbox uh, event. Um, so basically it was and it was sponsored by Warner Warner Music Group. Mm-hmm. So all the music executives in there from Warner. Mm-hmm. I spoke with uh I think she was like the director. She like she was one of the top big wigs up there. Uh it's like director of digital whatever in the music uh for Warner Music. And she was like hey um and I asked her after the after the uh she got off stage I said listen Cause it was a private event, okay. so I, I was like, I said, um, question: How many artists 
or how many of your labels sub- sub- subsidiaries of Warner? I said I uh, was actually in to uh, the crypto and got their music on the blockchain and doing different things. You know, she was like, tell you the truth. Not really none of them. Oh, boy. She said, and that's why we're here. We're trying to learn how can we tap into this space because we know it's going to be big. Mm. So the labels, and we're talking about Warner. We're not talking about, you know, uh, 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 Beat You Up Records, you know, out of, uh, uh, you know what I mean, in the hood. Okay, the Georgia yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about Warner, Warner mm. Music Group. I mean, I'm in, we're in New York City. And the crazy thing was, uh, not even a block away, because we, we was pretty much a few blocks from Times Square, not even a block away, it was a couple of brothers. They were selling CDs. They was, hey, bro, yo, 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 man, you want to buy my CD off of me? And I'm just thinking in my head, like, yo, it's 2022. I don't have a CD player. You know what I'm saying? They still make those? Yeah. You nice. see what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you know, so I listen to my music in my phone. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you connect our phones to our to our cars. You know what I mean? Listen to our music like that. So we are so far behind. We got to catch up to what's going on. Yeah, and you tapped into a big problem. Like, yeah, you just went to this event and corporations, you know, they talk about this stuff. And then we get that sprinkle down years after the fact. And they already made their plan. They already know they're going to sell it to us and boom. Boom. You know, it's things so far. And a brother, uh, a brother, I got to shout him out too. He did Common Sense. Uh, What happened to Common Sense? He got a good YouTube channel, uh, Eli. And he always, he he says a lot. He says, you got to know what's obvious before it's obvious. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So if they're moving, if Warner is saying, listen, we're trying to tap into to, uh, the metaverse and the community is built around music and putting it inside the metaverse and also recording music and putting it onto the blockchain and that community and building it. And we over here still selling CDs. Yeah. Something that was happening in 1995 and 94. We had it's 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 ridiculous. So by the time this take off, we're gonna be too late. Too late, because it's not right now. It's just not sexy enough for the media to talk about. So that means like the the general public is not gonna know about you. Was in a private event, like not mm-hmm. a lot of people's in that bad boy. And but when you you go in the community and speak about this, it sounds foreign to them and they disregard you and stuff like that. But listen, guys, all these major stuff. Before we knew about the iPhones and all that, it was boring technology that mm-hmm. was not discussed in the mass media. We're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the big ones. So you really got to do the research. You really got to go through some boring crap. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's some fun parts, but the majority is boring um, to get an advantage because it's coming. It's going to change a lot of industries and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and like I said, people, you do not need to be an engineer, a computer science genius to get into this. I tell these people all the time, think out the box. It's a big industry that's blowing up that we're not seeing right now. I can guarantee you, you can't name five, 99.9% of people cannot name five blockchain companies. I could barely name them, right? But imagine if you knew the hundreds and thousands of blockchain companies. Now, if you're a caterer, you could go after them. Security, you could go after them. There's different ways to get money into it, but also look into ways um, how to learn about this technology, you know, the basics and play your part. I don't know nothing about technology, wireless, anything like that. 
I introduced you to people like Crypto Black Group and Crypto Taxes. We all could play our part because, listen, guys, we got to stop being behind, man. I'm not trying to be Malcolm X here, but um, we got to stop being behind and stop making excuses. It's out there. There's people that's doing free events. There's people that's doing a million dollar events. There's people that's doing virtual events. We have no excuse to take advantage. If Crypto Black is saying, yeah, because I see he has a course, it's like, yo, $100, $79, invest in it. Don't be like, yo, why is it not 50 No, because it should be worth 1500 That's why, guys. Yeah. But we got to yeah. get past that. Yeah, yeah, bro. And that's the thing. Like, I created that beginner's course. It's only 70, $75. For $75. Mm. I created that beginner's course because our other trading group and everything to be into is 500 a month. Okay. You know what I mean? So some people say, Hey man, I can't afford that. And I'm like, I totally understand. Yeah. I understand. You know, I know what you're coming from. Um, but you can afford $75, especially if I see a Hennessy bottle over here. I see weed, you smoking. I see, you know what I mean? Gear, you know, you can afford 75. And if you, if you, you don't, you don't, you're going to get left behind because we, I'm in that state in 2017, 2018, uh, and going into 2019, I was still, you know, trying to convince people, listen, this is Bitcoin, this is this and that. Now I'm in a stage of, listen, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Mm. I, I want to talk to people that say, listen, I know the world is changing. I want to be a part of it. Because you don't want to spend too much time trying to convince people. Yeah, I have I have friends that I have in my text message, and I told them I'm going to I, I'm going to use this story because <laughs> I'm not gonna say their name. But I'm gonna use their story. Um, I'll call him Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, listen, when uh, in 2020, when the market was pushing pushing back up, ETH was under 100 bucks, Ethereum, and I say, yo, y'all should get some of these Ethereum. It's under 100 dollars. Get it. So I send a text message. Get it. And then when it was like 120, yo, buy yourself some Ethereum. 200, buy some, tell you, get it. They like, oh man, word, yeah, yeah, it's moving up. Oh man, that's cool. 400, 500, $1,000. You know what I mean? Then the ETH went up to almost $5,000. Mm. So people like that, you can't convince. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If it's sitting there and you've seen it go from under $100, to five thousand dollars, you can't convince them anymore. It doesn't matter. So what? Um, different people I like to do. Um, that I say, okay, yeah, they cool. They, you know, what I mean, I think they should get in. And they like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Then sometimes you give them like ten dollars for Bitcoin, and let them move, let it, and let them see how it moves up and down. And then they say, okay, cool. You know what? Let me start buying some. Let me start buying some. Because I can see it move, I see it move up. If I if I would have put five hundred in, man, I'd have five hundred and fifty bucks. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how you know they get orange pill too. So I think people need to understand it's not only just finance; it's also technology. And you have different jobs out there as well. People that just want to work in the industry. You have uh, uh, like Exodus; they had customer service jobs. Yep. They paying they paying fifty thousand dollars to work from home. And they paying fifty thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Mm. Literally work from home doing customer service work and getting paid Bitcoin and you get paid 50,000. You know what I mean? A year. So a lot of people, you know, that's working at other jobs, customer service, getting paid 30,000. You can make 50,000 in Bitcoin. And on top of that, you're getting, you know, you're able to actually, and that's taxable event. Obviously you sell it 
but you know you're able to get this this uh this currency crypto this bitcoin and then now you can say you know what i'll cash out 90 percent, but i'll keep 10 percent. yep and then over time you'll see how your your uh, investment is going to grow uh, that's dope but let me ask you a question thank you for taking the time I know you're busy guys so how can people learn about your group is like private can they join like yeah yeah, yeah. um the crypto black group is totally free it's on facebook you can follow us on twitter uh at the crypto black we give out a lot of information over there twitter instagram i have a youtube channel so guys i go to these conferences and i pay you know a thousand dollars get inside these uh these conferences i come back and i give it to my audience totally for free so follow me on, uh, on youtube um crypto black on youtube also on Instagram at the Crypto Black, Twitter at the Crypto Black. Every Friday and every Wednesday, we're on uh, Wednesday. We're on Clubhouse. My man, my man, my man, Mike Miller, and I. We're actually talking about stocks and uh, stocks and crypto. And on Twitter, we are on Twitter Spaces every Friday. Friday at seven. So just follow us, follow me on Twitter, or just join the Facebook group, Crypto Black Facebook group. And man, we're gonna get it going. That's totally free to get inside that group. Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. A lot of good information. Okay. But man, thanks for having me on the show, bro. Uh definitely appreciate you, man. Definitely gonna try to um keep in contact with you, see what's going on. Maybe you might do some things together. But man, I just really want you to keep up the fight, keep on educating people because we need more people like you. And um, you know, have a great day, bro. Appreciate it, bro. You enjoy your day, man. All right, you too. Peace. All right.